hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. Well, today we are looking at the next in our authority series, and we're going to be looking at self directed authority. So what does that mean? If you have self-directed authority, well, it means that you have an undefined solar plexus, an undefined sacral, an undefined spleen, and an undefined will or heart center, um, and a defined G center. Now, from the last, from the, um, the ego either manifested or projected that we talked about in the last series episode, we're now starting to get into the smaller uh, population or the smaller authorities. So there's few, a lot fewer people that have these smaller author- authorities. So I just really think it's super valuable to make sure that we can create these podcast for you, podcasts for you guys too, because everyone's talking about the solar plexus, everyone's talking about the sacral, everyone's talking about the spleen. But these, um, the smaller um, or the, the the will center, the G center, then the mental projected that we'll get to, these populations or these people um, are so guided by the people and the places that they are in. And they have to have an opportunity, especially as we're talking about self-directed today, to talk it out. They need to be able to talk out how people and places make them feel, how decisions make them feel. Um, And they need to be able to have people around them that are a safe and secure sounding board. One of the important things is that if we're talking to a self-projected 
a self-directed projector. Um, this often these people will want to ask for um, or they will invite you into a conversation. They want to talk. They want to talk things out. But you have to be clear because it's about listening. It's about holding space. It's about noticing tones. It's about noticing what they're not saying. It's about really listening. So anyone that has these um, these authorities, whether it's will center authority, self-directed authority, mental mental authority, these are all authorities that need a really good listener in their life um, because what these people are doing is they're making sense of the energy around them. They're making sense. How does it feel? What does it make me feel? Where do I want to go? How do I feel about that decision? And as they start to talk it out, they're going to create clarity. They're going to know. Um, now, today we're going to talk about, as I said, uh, self-directed, the G-Center, and I've got the amazing Kerry Walters here with us today. Um, co- welcome, Kerry. Oh, hello. Thank you very much for having me. It's great to be here. It's great to see you again, too. I know. It's great. I love it. I'm so It's so good to have you here. I know as a projector, you just, you, I really want you to share what we were talking about before, Um one of the things that I think is so important is that often when projectors come to the to human design, the invitation thing is a challenge, you know, like it's a challenge. And for lots of different reasons. Some projectors are like, I don't want to wait. Um, and other projectors are kind of like, what, what is an invitation? Um, but one thing that you were just saying, like this ability to... Um, what I heard was like, you get to be you. Now that you understand about the the invitation, the responsibility that you were taking that wasn't yours has kind of been put down. You've, it's more about you being you. So do you want to talk a little bit about how in like waiting for invitations has really transformed the way you work? Yeah. Well, it gave me permission to shut up really, <laughs> which was good. Um, so once, once I sort of learned that, it was more oh, okay, so I can actually be more of a listener too because I'm, a, I'm an information gatherer. I like learning and um, I'm a perfectionist. So that can be go both ways. Um, but with you talking about having a, a listener in your life, my husband has been that. He's a wonderful listener. We've been together for like 32 years. And so he, he, he reads me like a book. But when I have to make a decision about anything, he's a really good sounding board. And um, uh, so, you know, I ask for his opinions and, you know, he give, he doesn't always give me guarantees, but at least that way I can get to think of my ideas, put them out there. He gives me some answers and then I go and do whatever I want anyway most of the time. But um How I use it in my clinic now, though, because I've been practising as a naturopath in Canberra for 15 years, and for a period of that time I was teaching naturopathy as well, and um, uh, I just now in clinic, I suppose I've used that, well, that projector, you know, who I am, as not needing to be right, not needing to cure everyone, not needing to have all the answers, 
And um, that's been really liberating to know mm. that that is part of who I am. I don't have to fix everyone. And mm. it's just, um, yeah, it's made me a better clinician. <laughs> yeah. Much better. Oh, yeah. my God, I love that. And I think that, like, as you were speaking, I could almost feel that weight of responsibility that you used to carry around, you know. like, And I yeah. think this is probably true for a lot of projectors. It's like because you see the world the way you see it, there's this responsibility to fix it. Yeah. And this this invitation piece is so important because, like you say, you don't have to fix everyone. And one thing you said before we got on the recording is, like, um, the relief, like the the fact that there are people that aren't even ready yeah. where before you would just like jump in and try and help them and heal them, but they weren't even ready. And if that's right. And, and if we're not ready to change, we're not changing. It doesn't matter, you know. Like that's right. So I, I mean, so that has given me permission. Sorry to jump in there. No, please given, go ahead. It's given me permission to just go, oh, okay, they aren't ready. Um, I'll still tell them probably what they need to hear um, because even if they get one thing out of the five, that's going to be good. But it was really liberating. It was when, you, when I had that session with you 18 months ago, a couple of years ago, whatever it was, and we talked about projector, being a projector, I just, all the light bulbs went off. I went, oh, wow, okay, now I get it. It's okay for me to be able to um, walk into a room and not feel like I have to talk to everyone or tell them what I do or, you know, so if people come up to me and say, you know, I've got this issue, can you help me? Um, I tend to still hang back a little bit um, because I used to give away all my magic all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and now I just think, you know, sometimes it's not the right place where people are asking me. I like to be in my own space when I share my information. So it's, I understand myself so much better now having, you know, the human design chart, if you will. And the funny thing is that my daughter, my youngest daughter, is it, she's a she's a dragon. She was born in the same, not the same year, but, you know, she's a dragon as, as I am. And she's a projector, but she's got all her, um, you know, the sacral and the spleen, they're all, they're all filled, but the yeah. top half isn't. And I used to wonder why we would clash sometimes. And now it was like, oh, my goodness, because yeah. I've got the bits that she doesn't have and she's got the bits that I don't have. Yeah. And so we're seeing things so differently. Yeah. And to, when I found that out, that was magic. I just went, okay, Carrie, zip it. You can learn a lot from this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. I love it. And I think, like, just listening to you speak, it's what it sounds like is it's this transition into real wisdom. I think one of the things that I see a lot with projectors is that, um, like, you guys are here to be wise. You guys are here to be guides. However, in this drive to be seen and acknowledged and I love how you say I now like to just I like to give my information or do my work in my own space like boundaries instead of having to force what you know on other people there's these beautiful boundaries and actually these boundaries serve you better it means that your energy is used up differently um, and more resourcefully and 
it's just it's beautiful to see that you're really stepping into the wisdom piece. Like there's no need to prove yourself anymore. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm just holding space for the wisdom. That that's been very liberating. And the the sort of stepping into that wise self um has been has been good. I'm not always, you know, child and adult as well. Um, but uh the wisdom of that, sharing my information in my own space and and holding space for someone else in my space. Yeah. So recognizing that and not feeling like that childish, that childlike, I should say, state of having to prove myself. Okay, I've just got this degree now. So I'm just going to go out there and heal everyone because I think that's what I want to do. That wasn't an e- that didn't come from an ego place. It was more like I want everyone to know this shit, (laughs) you know, and I want everyone to feel better. And so then when the wisdom dropped in to that, it was sort of like, okay, this is freeing for me too because people will come when they want to come, people will listen when they're ready to listen, and it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. So that was an invitation to myself to, to actually accept that. Yeah. I love that. Oh, my God. I'm just sitting here. very good. (laughs) Every bloody projector needs to be listening to this. I love it. So tell me, because we're talking about authority, tell me about making decisions for you. Um, Obviously, your clarity comes from this consistent and reliable access that you have in your G-Center. It's connected to your throat. So this you know, you have this direction inside of you. You have this kind of beacon that's always there and heading you in a, in, in the direction that you need to go. But when you're making decisions um, with this authority, it is a talking through process. So mm. how do you do that? Like do you, um, like you get inspired or something comes along and you need to make a decision oh, about it, you talk yeah. about it, then talk about like what's the feeling? Do you get a specific feeling that you know like, yes, okay, I'm moving okay. ahead? Tell us a bit about that process. Right. Well, whew, lots of different processes I have, but I suppose what I try to do now because I I always get good ideas in the shower, as many people do. I wish I had a whiteboard in there. But anyway. Um, so, Don't we all? <laughs> so, so when I get good ideas, I try because I'm very structured and um, – I write, I write a lot of things down and then I, I because I'm very heady as well, I set, tend to have used to have acted on what my head is saying. So now I, I do a lot of sacred geometry stuff as well and so I, I join my heart and my head with specific sacred geometry shapes but I actually feel into that heart space. And so that, yeah, that that actually now makes me feel like I'm making a whole body choice, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it because it, at the moment I'm, because of COVID, all my clients are online, which has been great. It's been really good. So I've spread my fingers into different states, um, which is great. But... The thing I want to do now is just get more online, you know, more courses. So, of course, that means I have to go, oh, Carrie, you've got to learn some new stuff. And sometimes that's scary because, you know, people do it so well and, you know, you run comparison and you just go, oh, I couldn't do it as well as that. 
So I listen to my heart and I go, okay, what are the things that I just need to do without comparing to anyone else? Write them down and just do it. Yeah. So it now it's more like I don't really run the comparison so much anymore when I'm feeling into my heart space. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Whereas I used to just go, I can't do it because I'm not capable or I can't do it as good as someone else or I don't really want to learn it. But now it's more like I want to do it, so I'm just going to do it. It's a very binary thing, on off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you do it or you don't. And so I've, that's the wisdom, I think. That's when I yeah. sit in my wise place, I go, I'm just going to do it and see what happens Yeah, and get the learnings from that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and have you noticed, like, as you say that, I'm like, I can even feel it. Like, I can feel that there's so much more clarity in this process because it's kind of like you're trusting what's coming in and you're you're um, acting on what feels correct. Um, have you noticed that you you gather less information this way? Like, are you not sort of mind grabbing at lots of different things you're kind of like okay this is this feels like the direction I've connected the head I've connected the heart and it's sending me in this direction I've had a discussion with hubby I know that this is what I want to be doing um and then head in that direction is that yes because I think the more I sit in my head I keep going oh but oh but oh but oh but you could do that yeah what about this so with that idea for example the online say e ebook that i'm doing at the moment i just I, the old me would have been going well you could do it 101 ways you know and so now i just go no the growth is going to be in the just do it and the growth will come to see what happens so the next ebook will be different because i've learned so much from just doing it because i oh think that binary thing of just doing it because that's the journey, I suppose, yeah. because I, is- I stopped a lot of what I wanted to do because I was running comparison, was having too many ideas and getting confused and not doing anything. Yes. And, you know, as you're speaking, this massive awareness has just come in. And that is that when you're going surface level and you're learning lots of things, but not well, you're completely out of your projector power. Yeah. The projector power is in depth is in learning something, is becoming really good at it, being a, let's just call it, I don't love the word perfectionist, but we're going to call you a resourceful perfectionist. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, like it's in that mastery. And I think what what I love that you just said, it's like it's not the tool, it's the lesson, it's the growth. And if I just keep turning up and, and moving through it, mm. um, that is where the wisdom is being created. It's not because I have this specific tool. It's the journey of mastery that's important. That's right. Because if it turns out shit, you just go, oh, well, I won't do it that way again. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I yes. love it. I love it. So tell me, an invitation comes in for you. Let's say someone comes to you and they want to collaborate, okay, and um and like this might be, as I'm saying it, this might be a little bit challenging. So if you've got a real life example, then please share. But what I'm curious about is when an invitation comes in for you, what is your process in knowing that, okay, this is an invitation that I want to take, that I want to go, my my authority, so my self-directed authority says, yep, 
Um, or, you know, like, thanks, I appreciate you seeing me and my worth and all that I have to give, but this isn't correct for me. Mm. So what's that process like? Okay. So can I use a client, for example? Yes. So I get lots of clients coming to me and because Canberra is quite small, I mean, there's only 425,000 people here or something, and um, many of the naturopaths I know because I've had, you know, they've either been peers or they've been students. Um, and so I know that I lots of people have different magic. So anyway, if a client comes to me, and I always have a discussion with them beforehand to see if there's a fit. So that's what you're talking about mm-hmm. because I, I feel into how we talk on the phone or whatever or whatever they want to work with and I either my gut, which is when I say my gut, it's not my sacral, it's more, more my heart and my throat. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, I, I feel into that and I go, I think this person will be better off with someone else. And I, and it, when it comes to me instantaneously, I go on that. Yeah. Um, and that maybe is because of my age as well, because I'm trying so hard to sit in wisdom. Um, yeah. You know, but when people come to me, I don't, the first thing isn't, oh, here's some money or I, I look at, a person as um, uh, someone that I can learn from just the same as they can learn from me. It's the mirror. It's whatever that mirror is. And if when you're speaking to them on the phone and that mirror is cracked or doesn't feel right, I just go, well, I know someone else that could really help you. So it's a quick decision now. It's a feeling into what I would call my gut, but it's my heart. (laughs) I love it. And and I just now, I have so much more faith in my own abilities and to just trust. So my big word for this year is surrender. I love it. So surrender is the, if if people want to actually sit for that with that for a week, try and sit with surrender. So when your kids are playing up, when, you know, shit hits the fan, when everything is going awry think of that word and think of what it means to you because it's an amazing word that can actually be quite liberating so now I just surrender to the process if my my heart chakra or whatever says I don't think this is a good fit I just go look I know someone who's going to be perfect for you here's their name here's their number you know, and send them on the way. And I don't have a second guess about it. I don't go, yeah. oh, I wonder if that was wrong. I don't. I yeah. used to, but I don't now. Oh, my God, I love is that, that. Is that what you mean? It's spot on. <laughs> it's hilarious. This is what I love. Like you literally spoke your design. Like you get into a conversation, you feel the energy of the room, then once the energy moves into your G centre and your throat, which is your authority, yeah. um, you know, and then you trust it. You just go yeah. with it. And I think that is so incredibly powerful because, um, again, it's it's all this trusting piece. You know, you have this ability. Your mind is a superpower, but it's for out there. It's for the clients. It's for helping others. It's your outer authority. It's mm. the being able to trust that heart. And I love that you even have the physical experience of 
well, it's not actually my gut. It, it's my heart and yeah. my, my throat. I think well, that's I know so sort powerful. of my gut is empty, you know, because I don't have any any defined centres yeah. there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so they're just like black holes. Yeah. Well, they're sponges. They're, they're, yeah, that's they're full of potential. They're that's full right. of possibility and seeing possibility. And when I found that out from you about my daughter, just going back to that and ha- her having all those areas, you know, mm. um, full and me not, it just made so much sense. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love, I love it. Like when we look at our family's design, it's just, you can't make that shit up, you know, no, like no. Um, a really short story I just have to share is like one of the things down my mum's side, um, like this ancestral healing I've been doing on secret keeping, like she's, a, she's kept some absolute freaking doozies. Um, and it's obviously something that's come down her side. Now, I've always had one of my highest values is honesty. I'd much prefer the ugly truth than, than a pretty lie. Yeah. Um, and funnily enough, I marry a man who his incarnation cross is the cross of obscuration, <laughs> which is all about truth and la- uh, truth and secrets. And I just think, like, you can't make this shit up. Like, this is such a, a thing that is clearly a big lesson in my lifetime. So, yeah, you you know, it's no mistake that you and your daughter would be designed yes. that way. You know? Yeah, well, just... she was meant to be, she was due on my birthday as well, which is Christmas Day, and I wasn't going to share that. Yeah, <laughs> not, not with the rest oh, of the world and yeah, your daughter right. <laughs> far out. So she came a bit earlier, which was good, down to me doing lots of vigorous exercise. <laughs> oh, my God, that's hilarious. I love it. Um, so tell me, when you were a kid, um. What would you, I would love you to give people some advice that from an adult now, but if they're parenting a child that has this self-directed authority, what what would you want them to know? Oh, my goodness. Being a kid seems so far away. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. I suppose I can reflect on my daughter because she's a perfect projector. So I guess if I had my time again with my daughter, she is a drummer in a band. Um, she's very, very talented. She's very, she writes the most amazing stories. Um, she used to have um, imaginary friends. She used to just tell awesome stories about these imaginary friends. And I suppose me in my perfectionist get everything done before, you know, you know, before the kids go to school sort of thing, I... I, I don't think I beat it out of her. I didn't, absolutely didn't. But I think I frightened that out of her because I wanted her to move quickly and she wanted to move slowly. She wanted to be in that land of pretend. And when I think back on my childhood, that was like that for me too. Um, and my mum, who I love dearly, and she was the best mum ever, uh, she also sort of liked things perfect she was a model and so she you know had used to have and she's a hairdresser so her hair everything was immaculate couldn't like if you get something a book from someone or don't do it now because you might mess it up that was my that was the tagline I mm. remember growing up don't do that you might mess it up and so I feel like I carried that a little bit through with my youngest daughter my old my um, oldest daughter, she she coped well. <laughs> I can't remember what she, I think she's a manifesting generator. Um, yeah, she is. 
So she would be fine with Harry being. Oh, she up. was fine. Oh, she's whew, she's amazing. That, that young woman, um, and so is my youngest daughter too. She's absolutely amazing. But I think that I, I um, pushed it out of her a little bit. That imagination, even though she's using it now in other forms um, and at university and doing really well and everything like that. But I think be kind to a projector so if they are showing imaginatory imagine a lot of imagination and if they're showing uh you know aptitude towards whatever it is and it goes against what you think let let them discover that themselves i guess i wouldn't have been so impatient i guess yeah yeah impatience was a really big thing for me Come on, I feel like I was always running to get nowhere and lots of people probably relate to that, just running to get nowhere, like on a treadmill and just running and there was no destination but I felt like I had to get there. Yeah. And so I was dragging my kids with me. Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things with projectors always is slow it down, you know, like let let them come at their own pace Um, and they will work it out, especially a self-directed projector like you. Like if you give these kids the opportunity to find their own direction, they will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I think that I didn't do because Mm. I was still trying to find my direction, I guess. Yeah. And also I wanted to be the perfect, whatever that looks like, mother, wife, you know, home, but also I was studying. When my kids were young, I was doing my degree. So yeah. I've got I've got my textbooks, you know, my pathology books with big pen scribble marks of my kids. <laughs> Classic. But yeah, I was breastfeeding when I was, you know, so I was on the go. I had lots of things going on and mm. I felt that perpetual running to get nowhere. So I think if I could slow it, could have slowed it down for mm. her, it would have been much sort of well I I can't say better but it would have been different and Mm. allow her to um blossom in the way that she wanted to which she has done anyway so you know yeah I love it I love it um so last question in relationships what do you think people know need to know if they're in a relationship with a self-directed projector oh my goodness Oh, expect randomness. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, obviously, being in a relationship with a projector means asking open-ended questions, especially being self-directed, listening. Yeah. Don't try and tell of- them what to do all the time. Let them come around to it. Yeah, because if you're telling them what to do, then it's that they'll get to it anyway. So, yes, yeah. keep stum. Keep I love quiet. that. Yeah. I love that. You know, never tell a projector what to do. We had, um, unless they ask for it. That's exactly um, right. We had a projector panel, had all the tight panels in the, the membership. They were super fun and it was really interesting because the three girls that we had on the panel said the same thing about surrender that you said. Beautiful. And it's this, and as I was listening to them, I was like, wow, if these guys or these women, these people are our new leaders, they are literally leading by 
example. And surrender was the thing that all three of them identified as how they um, became really in alignment with being a projector, you know, like just surrender. You know, they don't have the energy. They're waiting for invitations. It's probably someone else's energy that they're dealing with. So they just have to surrender. And that was the process that really helped them to step into their magic. Absolutely. I 100% agree. That has helped me. Um, I, I, I've let go of control <laughs> because I, you know, well, lots of people have that, you know, because we, we, the fear of not knowing, the opposite of that is controlling it, you know. So letting go of, of control and surrender go together. They're like yeah. the vesica piscis of, you know, the either ends of the polar yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely, yeah, letting go of control and surrendering because that can just lead to amazing magic. I love it. I love it. Well, we have to leave it on that amazing magic. Kerry, thanks so much for joining. Well, thank you for having me. It's been so good to speak with you. Yeah, it's been lovely to reconnect. And I must admit, just talking to you, I'm like, hmm, I might need to get on the call call about naturopathy oh I've got lots of herbs here as you can see in the background I love my herbs so so (laughs) many herb questions but that's for another time um thank you so much Carrie sweetheart it's so good to see you yeah you too beautiful okay Um, and thank you everyone for listening I really hope you're enjoying the type series and I look forward to having you on the next podcast bye for now Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.